Well, hello, my churchies. Million here with you. M-I-L-L-I-A-N, your ministry provocateur, iconoclast, firebrand, and the resident heretic here at Dominion Fire, and bringing you another edition of the Heal the Sick podcast. As you know, we are rolling ahead. We're bringing the stories and the testimonies of the kingdom right here all in one place. We hear all kind of feedback and uh, healing testimonies and just wonderful mail from everybody that these are reaching the goal, getting the word out to people. And thank you guys for not only sharing, but for listening and for being here as part of this whole journey. Joining me today, I have a very, very exciting guest. And our guest today was referred to me by a previous guest on the program. And she has a lot of good stuff she's going to share today. And first thing is, she's from Lincoln, Nebraska, and a pastor teacher and works with a mission clinic. So it's a very interesting story, what we're going to hear today. Carol Travis joins us. Carol, welcome to the Heal the Sick podcast. How are you today? I'm doing great, Millian. So it is awesome to have you here, and uh, we've been kind of fighting through this, trying to get some schedules and get you in. We finally got you, and I'm excited. So uh, let's let's get right into this. Let's talk some healing testimonies and uh Share with us a, a couple testimonies in this next few minutes that are kind of the wild ones, crazy ones, like totally, uh, totally floor us with something. What do you have? Okay. Well, you you just mentioned that I work for the Mission Clinic. A lot of the people we have coming in there are drug addicts, um, the poor people who have been abused, um, have unusual stories. And one gal came in one day and actually the Lord previewed this for me because on my way into work, I saw, um, it was like a, um, a vision over the street so I could still drive, but I saw somebody getting out of a wheelchair. It was a woman. And I thought, okay. So I went to the clinic and sure enough, there was a woman there in a wheelchair, a young woman. And, um, she wheeled in, and I normally do the intake. I put everybody into the machine, and then I pray with them. Well, she was telling me that her boyfriend had run her over with a motorcycle several times, and she had a shattered patella, no ACL, MCL, and PCL. All the three bands of the knee were gone. She had a broken tibia, and she was in extreme pain waiting for surgery. She had her leg in this... Um, I don't know if it's really a cast or a brace or what it is, but it was sticking straight out. And and so I prayed with her. I asked her if we could just pray for the pain. Well, all the pain went. So I thought, well, okay, if all the pain went, then, you know, let's test this thing out. So she was willing, and she took the brace off and stood up and started walking around the office. And I said, were you able to do that before? And she says, no. She says, my knee, she says, there was nothing to hold it. It just hung there. And now God had totally healed her. And so that's one of them that I had seen. And that was at the clinic. And actually, I saw her three years later. She came in and could not hear out of one of her ears and reminded me of the healing that we had seen years before and prayed for her ear, and her ear popped open. So she received two. <laughs> she received two miracles in my office. <laughs> uh, very cool. 
All yeah. right. All right. Let's uh, discuss some more. What do, you, what do you have? Okay. Well, since that worked so well, I thought, okay, um, the next person that came in actually the same day was a guy that had two rods put in his back and was unable and was ex- in extreme pain, uh, was unable to bend or move properly. So I thought, well, if it worked for her, I'm just going to go pray for him. So I started praying for him, and he said, well, it's impossible. They already put the rods in, so there's nothing that can be done. And I said, well, with Jesus, nothing's impossible. So um, I had him bend over, which he says, all the way going down, he said, I can't do this. You know that. I can't do this until he finally touched the ground, totally pain-free. I have no clue what happened to the apparatus in his back. (laughs) <laughs> but he was totally set free and mobile and pain-free. So that all happened in one day. That sounds like it was a pretty exciting day for you. It was a good day. Good day <laughs> at work. I always consider it a good day when somebody gets saved or healed. Um, what were some of the other things? Oh, I had one gal come in, several, but this one gal came in and she had um, a lump in her groin area, had already had one tumor removed, um, very young girl in her 20s. And um, her name was God Love. That was her actual name. Um, she had come from a foreign country. And um, well, that, that's a long story in and of itself, how God had preserved her in the middle of a war. But um, God healed her completely. We just put our hand, her hand on it, my hand on top of hers, commanded that thing to go. And the tumor just melted away, right, you know, right under our hand. <laughs> so I had, and I, I just had another one the other day come back and tell me she had nodules on her um, uh, thyroid. And we prayed, and all the nodules left. Um, I, I have people that come back all the time to the clinic and tell me, because a lot of times, uh, Millie, and now if it's pain, you can, you know, it, it either goes or it doesn't. But many times people have some an issue that they really can't tell, um, you know, like diabetes or um, or even things that they could tell, but nothing happened at that moment. But I have people come back to me and say, on my way out, um, you know, I was healed. Or um, um, when I got home and I went to bed and I got up the next day, it was gone. So... Um, I don't even put much stock. If I don't see it immediately, I know that God is working in that person. I, I've seen too many to know that, um, it, it, you know, how he works. Anyhow, yeah, those are a few. Let me think if I have, oh, kind of a fun one. I had a guy come in who had bright red where the white should be on your eyes. So I put my hand on his eyes and I commanded the red to go. And I said, now go to the mirror and look. He went to the mirror and his eyes were white. (laughs) That was just a, that was just kind of a fun one. Um, What was your first ever healing that you saw? Like the one that really got a hold of you when you saw it? Well, I, I think the, well, one of the first ones I saw was um, our square dance instructor, uh, that was level four bone cancer. That totally went um, just through prayer. Um, one thing that happened at the clinic, uh, we had another volunteer coming in, and it was a young girl, and 
she had a defective heart. And uh, every time I'd pass her, I'd just put my hand on her shoulder and command that heart to be normal. Well, she went to the hospital for something one time, and they did an ultrasound on her heart and put the two pictures together, and the doctor said, this is not the same heart. He said, this heart is perfect. And so she came back to the clinic, and this is kind of funny. She came back to the clinic, and she said to me, I should really be angry with you. And I said, well, what happened? She says, well, my heart's perfect. And I said, well, praise God, that's what we've been believing for. And she says, well, now I can't get disability. Oh, you know what? I have heard that more times. I've had someone say to me, I want you to pray for me next week because I have my disability thing this week. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Are, are you really? No, it's true. It is. It's absolutely. I've had to ask. I, I cannot believe that. I, I've had that more than once, which is like, really? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, so uh, I had another kidney. A guy came back with a new kidney. Um, and kidneys don't regenerate themselves. He came back with a new kidney. He came back six weeks later after I had seen him to thank me because he went and they did, you know, they did whatever tests they do. And his kidney had come back perfect. So those were two organs, actually, that I saw brand new organs put in people. Oh, that's, that's um, so cool when that happens. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we are actually coming up on our end of our first segment. So uh, stay on the line there. We're going to when we come back, listeners, we're going to hear more from Carol about her background and her experience. And she's got some very cool teaching coming up in the third segment. So uh, keep it locked here on the Heal the Sick podcast. We'll be right back after this. A short book is available through our ministry entitled A Christian's Guide to Divine Healing for Yourself. It is available right now for free and outlines thoughts and strategies to include prayer and divine means while your body is healing. To receive your free copy of this report, visit www.dominionfire.com and join our email newsletter. Upon joining, you will receive a link with a direct download link. I hope this blesses you and helps you on your journey. Again, www.dominionfire.com. All right, listeners, back on the Heal the Sick podcast. Again, always a pleasure to have you here. Make sure you check out all the episodes of this program at dominionfire.com. You'll find this program. You'll find Dominion Fire 360 there. You'll also find it over on SoundCloud. And make sure you check out the YouTube page at youtube.com forward slash Dominion Fire Church. Lots of resources and ministries, uh, ministry materials for uh, lots of topics, so specifically on healing, but we do get into other stuff, so make sure you check that all out. And if you're ever uncertain where to go, just go to dominionfire.com. Everything is there. Now, today's interview, Carol Travis joining us, as you heard her uh, testimonies in the first segment. Now, let's get into hearing about her. So, Carol, please share with our audience your background and your experience. Okay. Well, first of all, I want the audience to know that I am 70 years old, and I say that proudly. Um, I've, <laughs> I've made use of 70 years on this earth, and um, I'm in a position now to do things that I wasn't in a position to do when I was young and had a family. And um, I call that seasons of life. So uh, I'll start when I was a kid. I was raised Catholic. I never had a Bible. I had a missile. I did not know where they got Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John from when they would read the gospel in, at church. Um, 
It wasn't until I was in college that I met some kids from Campus Crusade who introduced me and my now husband to Jesus and to the Bible. Um, so I, that was that was almost 50 years ago, and now I have four, I've had four children, and um, I attended a church. This is like 40 years ago. I attended a church that believed in miracles. Um, they were a faith church. Uh, the first time that I really heard about that was through Kenneth Hagin, um, and um, we. Uh, the main thing that I ever saw miracles was in my family. I didn't see a whole lot going on at church, although we did actually try to raise the dead several times in my church. Uh, but I did um, have miracles in my family. All my kids at a very early age received a miracle. I had a son who was having multiple uh, weekly grand mal seizures at the age of four, and we cast out epilepsy out of him, and he was totally miraculously healed. Um, another one with a what they thought was probably a brain tumor at six years old. Um, that was extremely exciting deliverance, and my son was set free from that. Uh, another one, <laughs> I had I had all kinds of miracles with my kids. A word of knowledge for a kid that was a uh, failure to thrive. He weighed less at nine months than he did at four, and uh, we prayed for him. Uh, God gave me a word, bananas. From the day that I started feeding him bananas, he started growing, um, and within months was in normal limits. But the main one I want to talk about is my daughter, Kathy. And um, this is really how I got into um, healing, was because I needed it for my family. And uh, I was young, um, and I'm sure there's a lot of young people listening, um, and it's, it's a season in life when the miracles take place in your family. And my daughter, Kathy, was born. Um, I was really... Uh, overwhelmed that day uh, that I delivered my daughter, and I bent over to kiss her and asked the Lord to help me to really appreciate this baby. The minute my lips kissed her, uh, blood gushed all over the bassinet in the room, and it was just huge amounts of blood. They wheeled my daughter out of the room and into the NICU, and uh, I was so exhausted from giving delivery, I just gave her to the Lord, and I went to bed. The next morning I got up, I found out that doctors were up all night with her doing all kinds of tests. She was being um, given blood transfusions and she was um, uh, hooked onto all kinds of machines. And um, so I'm just standing there watching this and along comes um, another woman. Um, and she's standing there at the window with me looking at my baby. And she says, look at that poor baby. You know, I wonder how the mother feels about this. I bet she's really upset. And I said, no, that's my baby. And I have total peace about that baby because she, you know, she's in Jesus's hands and she's going to be just fine. And this woman said, how can you have that peace? I wish I could have that same peace. And I said, well, you can. So I went into her room and um, started to share Jesus with her. Uh, come to find out she was another Catholic lady who had never owned a Bible, 
had never uh, even seen a Bible. Again, did not know where Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John came from. I gave her my little paperback Bible, shared with her. She received Jesus as her Savior. She told me she was so upset because this was a change of life baby. She'd already raised her family, and her mother had just suffered a stroke, couldn't see, so she was living with her, and how was she going to handle all this? She went home. To make a long story short, she went home and um, told her mother about Jesus. Her mother, another Catholic lady with a bag of medals hanging and uh, attached to her bra strap, (laughs) um, received Jesus as her Savior. Her whole family received Jesus as their Savior. She started telling the neighbors, and, and she ended up being the president of the local Christian women's club. And meanwhile, back at the camp, Kathy, um, the next day, everything was gone out of her. They took all the tubes out. They took the, they stopped transfusing her. Uh, the doctors said they could find nothing wrong with her. They could not find anything that had healed. They had done even the most unusual blood tests on her. They could find nothing that, that had even, um, been a problem to begin with. It was like it had never happened. And when they handed me my baby with the dismissal papers, the dismissal papers had written clear cross, um, and on a diagonal across the paper was written miracle. That was the first real miracle that I had ever seen. And it was, and it happened to me, and it was at that season of life. Now my season of life has changed drastically, and right now I'm in a season of life where I can go out and minister to other people. Uh, my family um, is living for the Lord, and they're seeing miracles in their little families. And I'm able to minister, especially at, this, at the clinic. And I was ministering at another um, uh, halfway house um, to the addicts there. But I minister to a lot of people who are addicted, a lot of people who are uh, that nobody would ever stop to even look at, people who stink, people who have bugs. Um, and I tell them about the love of Jesus. And it's um, what I do is this, Millian. I just sit there and I'll say, if Jesus was sitting here right now, what would you ask of him? Because he is. And that's kind of going to be my teaching. But he is there and he loves them. And my job right now is to share the love of Jesus. Many times it starts with a healing but just last week, I saw two addicts come to the Lord, and one had never even owned a Bible. I got the opportunity to—he came in with a toothache, level 8. I put my hand on his cheek. The pain left. And I said, if Jesus can do that, can he set you free? 16 years an addict, four kids, and just totally messed up life. He said, I guess— so I started to pray for him. Uh, we, we said the sinner's prayer, and then we cast out every demon we could think of. And I had him look at me, and his eyes were clear, and he was just excited about life again, that he was going to have a life with his family. And this is what Jesus does. Jesus changes lives. It's a ripple effect. It's not just touching one life. It's not just the person that gets healed. It's all the people in the family. It's the people that they touch, like the people that Betty touched after I told her about Jesus, after I gave her the Bible. 
it's the people that they touch and then the people that they touch and it just keeps going. And I think that's what Jesus had in mind when he talked about making disciples. It doesn't stop with me. It stops never. It keeps going. It's a rippling effect. Anyhow, that's what I have to share. That's awesome. And when we're actually coming up on our second break here, but when we get back, uh, you have a lesson that you're going to teach and expound a little further on. And then we'll have a little bit of our prayer time and the kind of work that you've done with uh, this clinic and with the halfway house and with these people that you've described. Uh, you've been in the trenches. You've uh, you fought the battles and you got the scars to prove it, which I, I think is amazing. So I'm very excited to see how the prayer and lesson time go. And listeners, uh, please keep it locked here. We're going to be right back after this. Don't nobody go nowhere. Back in a minute. Our ministry is a content creation ministry. And right now, we are growing our video vlog channel on YouTube called The DeFire Vlog. Please help us in reaching the 2 billion worldwide users and potentially 3 to 5 billion over the next few years. Visit www.youtube.com forward slash Dominion Fire Church and subscribe to our channel, share our videos, engage with comments and likes, and help spread the message. We are reaching the entire world with the message of power, dominion, and authority of Jesus Christ and reaching every corner of the globe. Again, that's www.youtube.com forward slash Dominion Fire Church. All right, listeners, back here for the third segment of the Heal the Sick podcast. Carol Travis again joining us. And what a great story. What a great just background and experience that she shared with us about what she's seen, how it's happened through her and back through her life and is continuing to just push forward in the lives of others. It's amazing how the kingdom just keeps regenerating itself. I think that's so neat and it just keeps expanding and expanding further. Now, um, in this segment of the show, listeners, we have our teaching session. And I know Carol was very excited to share this topic with you and she had previewed it to me a little bit, involving vine and branches and oneness in Christ. So, Carol, this is an, an opportunity to uh, share a lesson with our audience. What would you like to share today? Well, the first thing I was thought about was the authority of the believer and the sonship of believers, and and then the Holy Spirit spoke. So I think I'm going his direction. He talked to me about the vine and the branches, and... Um, you know, the, there's a parable where Jesus calls himself the vine, and, and we are the branches, and the life um, that pours through the branches actually finds itself from the vine, but there is such a symbiotic, such a, um, um, the relationship between the vine and the branch is is such that it's hard to tell where one begins and one ends. We take our life from the Lord, but without us, he's unable to produce the fruit. And um, he, he does this in his sovereignty. Yes, God can do anything. And a lot of people say, well, you know, if he wants to do it, he'll do it. Yes, but he has chosen. He has chosen um, to work through believers and and because he has chosen that, then the fruit comes through us. So the way I see it, um, I, have, I have really spent some time with this, trying to figure out, you know, what Jesus said, 
I and the Father are one. The Father is in me. I'm in the Father. You see me. You see the Father. The things that I do, I only do because I see the Father. And then we see when Jesus left, he said, it's expedient for me to go because when I go, I will send Holy Spirit. In the next verse, he says, I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. So I figure I've got the whole Godhead living inside me. So when I go anywhere, Jesus goes with me. So the days that I sit and I say, what would you want? If Jesus himself was sitting sitting here, um, what would you want from him? What would you ask him? Yes, because he is here. The truth is that we as believers are so united with Jesus that it's hard to tell where Jesus stops and we begin, and vice versa. Um, At least that's the way it should be. (laughs) His desire is to live his life out through us, um, to pour his life through us. And the other day I was thinking about Father's Day, and I thought, you know, we just had Mother's Day, and on Mother's Day... I had someone, one of my kids, gave me a very unique gift, something they had actually really thought about that I would like. Now, there's not a whole lot when you're 70 years old that that you somebody can come up with that you haven't already gotten, or if you needed it, you wouldn't buy it yourself. But this was really unique. And I thought about the Lord, and I thought, Father, what what is it that I can give to you? And it says that, And it talks about how in this is my Father glorified, that you produce much fruit. So all of the fruit that we produce glorifies our Father. It gives Him pleasure. And that was the week that I had two addicts come to the Lord, where I was able to give that as a gift to my Father, because it's His will that none perish, but that all come to repentance. So I was able to give him the gift, and I could see my father smiling at me with thanksgiving, not because he you know, he couldn't have chosen somebody else, but because I was able to produce fruit. And the fruit is, is something that we only get because we take it from the vine. So actually, he gives us the ability to produce the fruit, and then when we present the fruit to him... He is excited for us to be the ones that have produced the fruit. It's just, we're, it's such a unique relationship of oneness with the Father and the Holy Spirit and Jesus and us all doing the same work, the work of the kingdom. The first word that God had ever given me was, I must be about my Father's business. And that's what I believe. All of the the people who are out doing the things that Jesus did are out about doing the Father's business. And we all work together, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and me. Before we transition to our next segment, I want to throw a little side note to our audience and uh, to to you as well, Carol, is that in the past on the show, when we've received feedback about this podcast, people have said to me, Million, when are you going to have more women in ministry and more ladies join us? And the truth of the matter is, is I absolutely love that and support that. And it's been somewhat hard to locate um, just ladies that are operating in power like Carol is. So it's always a pleasure when we have someone like you to join us. And we're always on the lookout. So just, you know, open to suggestions if you have anyone, definitely. But um, Carol, a quick 
sidebar, if you will, um, a little encouragement for ladies that would like to step out in the kingdom that are maybe hesitant or have been given some bad intel about the function of ladies. What would you like to, to share with us about that? Well, I, Millian, I consider myself a son of God. So um, <laughs> I think all the ladies that are out doing the work are sons of God, operating as sons of God. I want to encourage women in every in every season of life. Um, some seasons of life, you, like when I said when when I was young, I my main ministry was to my family. There's plenty of miracles to be seen in a family. Um, but now, as I'm getting older, I find that I have time. And what better way to spend my time than to do the Father's work? I think it's I think it's really important for women to see that they have the same role that men have. We are basically one in the Spirit. To me, there is no difference. It's the bride of Christ. Men are the bride of Christ, so I can be a son of God, period. I get to be a bride, so I guess we all have our issues. <laughs> awesome. So, ladies I want ladies out there, I want you to be encouraged that uh, that when you hear these interviews that you have the same rights, privileges, the whole deal. So get out there and let's get working. Carol, if you would, if people would like to contact you, reach out to you, maybe a lady out there would like to ask you some questions or get some advice, what's the best way to reach you or contact you? I can always be reached on Healing Nebraska, H-E-A-L-I-N-G, Nebraska, one word, Healing Nebraska at yahoo.com. Um, and I am, I really do, uh, at the point where I'm at now, I am really free to talk to people, to spend time with people. If you can start out there, I'd really appreciate it. Then we can, we can end up on the telephone or however we need to. I'm also open to, um, to ministering in groups. Um, the, the, the season that I'm in right now just totally frees me up. <laughs> all right. Now, speaking of praying in groups and all that, let's uh, let's turn to our prayer segment. It's time to light this up. And uh, listeners, this is one of our most powerful segments here on the program. And I'm going to ask Carol if she'll please say a prayer for our audience. And along the way, if you have any uh, prophetic words, any movements, any Holy Spirit things, by all means, let it rip. Let's uh, Let's tear this thing up. And Carol, please pray for our audience and take us all the way to the amen, please. Okay. Oh, Father God, we just love you. Holy Spirit, we just are so thankful that Jesus, um, when Jesus went, he sent you to us. <laughs> right now, we just um, lift up the audience to you. There are those who are just in tremendous need now, those who are in pain. Right now, I speak to any pain in Jesus' name. I command all the pain to stop. I command it to go in Jesus' name. Spirit of pain, go. Spirit of infirmity, and especially fibromyalgia. Fibromyalgia, you are cursed in Jesus' name. I command you to loose, to get off in Jesus' name. There's a woman with fibromyalgia. She's been suffering for at least 15 years. God said, today's the day to set you free. You are set free, my sister, in Jesus' name. Those who are suffering with alcoholism and addiction of all kinds, 
Lord, you've given me a special love for ministering to people that are addicted. And so right now, Lord Jesus, in your name and with the power of the Holy Spirit, I take authority over those addictive spirits. I command them to loose right now in Jesus' name. I command every addictive spirit to get off in Jesus' name, back off in Jesus' name. I command addiction, alcoholism, addiction to pornography in Jesus' name. I curse you. I command you to loose in Jesus' name. And that one was over a pastor, 10 years, a 10-year pastor, male man pastor, gone in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you for setting them free. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for the love that you have for everyone, for all these people, for the people especially who are wanting to get out and start doing the things that you did. Lord, those that want to act, like sons of God, those that want to see the manifestation of your Holy Spirit. Lord, I pray for them, Lord, that you would give them the courage to step out of the boat. Lord, I thank you for setting people free. I thank you for healing those that are in extreme pain today. Carpal tunnel right now was healed in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you for setting that person free. No more carpal tunnel. Take off the wrist bracelets in Jesus' name. You'll see that it's gone. Thank you, Savior. Anybody else? Anybody else? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Arthritis. Arthritis, in Jesus' name, I curse you right now. I command you to lift. I command you to get off her, in Jesus' name. Arthritis, go. Rheumatoid arthritis, go now, in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you for healing those areas that have been damaged. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for healing. Thank you for healing. Holy Spirit, thank you. Thank you for blessing your people. We just receive blessings from you right now, Lord. Thank you. Amen. Amen, listeners. If any of you out there have received a healing from that and that was you that was called out, please let us know. You can email us at info at dominionfire.com. Make sure you visit our website at dominionfire.com as well, where you'll find links to all of our programs, including this program, the Heal the Sick podcast, Dominion Fire 360, where we get into some really, really interesting and great topics, and the vlog at YouTube at youtube.com forward slash Church, where... I bring you all kind of weird and crazy stuff, and we're covering a little bit of everything here at Dominion Fire. I'm giving you all kind of good resources and material and content to use to help build this kingdom, so please spread the word. Tell everybody about it. And uh, we thank Carol for joining us today. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you here. Thank you very much. And listeners, anytime, dominionfire.com is where you find us. Anything you need and you want to suggest any future guests for us, feel free to do so as well. We'll see you next time here on the Heal the Sick podcast. And as we always say at our ministry, boom, goes Yeshua. We'll see you next time.